So, change of plans just a little bit. Welcome to the Uplift Effect podcast. And, uh, well, I don't know, this week got kind of, well, it went different than I was expecting it to go. I'm talking to you on Thursday, January 28th, and thankfully, I had, maybe ironically, I had on Monday, three days ago, decided to go ahead and jumpstart and record this podcast. I had pretty much recorded most all of it, and I have a list of things that I could use as content here uh, to talk about. And it just so happens to be that I start off this podcast in a canyon of a Navajo Indian reservation. No, not the one that my father grew up on, but just down the way from the one that my family is from. And I share a story with you that means everything to me, that is something that I think will be important for you as you think about your life. And it just so happens to be that yesterday morning, my grandmother, my father's mom on my Native American side of the family, she passed away somewhat unexpectedly. And so while I am thankful that I had already recorded the majority of this podcast because I would be in no shape at this point to attempt to do this content. I will tell you that it is of no surprise to me that this is what I had decided and this was is what was on my heart because you need to listen to this podcast and you need to stay to the end. What I found on the canyon walls of the reservation is part of what I'm doing now, is part of what my family is doing today. And you'll also understand where my last name came from and actually what my last name originally was. So there's a lot here. Let me just let it play as it was. I'm really not even going to edit it much. Just promise me that you will listen to the entire thing because I think it will leave you better than it finds you. Welcome to the Uplift Effect podcast. Yes, our logo is a V formation. Yes, that was taken on my farm right over my home. And of course, there's a story there, and it's made all the difference in the world, and I cannot wait to tell you about it. But first, my name is Jill. I am the creator of The Uplift Effect. I am a professional therapist and coach who has specialized in childhood grief and trauma, and I transform moms and children from chaos to calm. If you're a parent who feels out of control, who has no real solid parenting plan, and are desperate to turn your own chaos into calm, well, this is your place, and I am glad that you are here. I was once in your shoes, feeling like I was failing at everything, and most importantly, I was failing my kids. As a stay-at-home mom of four children, to say that we were in chaos was putting it lightly. My story didn't change overnight, and in bits and pieces, I'll share it with you. 
but I used the same techniques that birds intuitively use when they are migrating in their feed formation by way of community and a plan that's dependent on this little thing called, well, you guessed it, an uplift effect. They endure what would otherwise not be possible, and that's migrating for thousands and thousands of miles. I believe and I know that we can transform ourselves and our children. So when we wake up in the mornings, like I do now, I am incredibly thankful to call what I have now with my four children home. And so can you. So this podcast is for you, to encourage you, to teach you, to address some of the biggest, most difficult parenting challenges that we face as mothers. And I am so glad you are here as we journey and migrate through these miles together. Welcome to the Uplift Effect podcast. So there I stood in this canyon out west on the desert sand in a Navajo Indian reservation. It was called Canyon de Chez. And no, it wasn't the Navajo reservation that my father grew up on, but it was very, very similar. And I had a really neat experience there that, you know, if we're lucky enough, we're going to have many defining moments in our life. Well, as it turned out, it ended up being one of those defining moments for me. And it's kind of one of those things that was sort of like the past and the present all collided in a way that was like something came full circle inside of my life that made so many things make sense. I mean, things from my childhood and stories that I had been told, but also what I was doing in my professional career. And... I want to tell you about it, and the reason that I want to tell you about it is because I want to make a case today to defend a position of why people who are looking for healing need to understand that their healing isn't as far off as they think. They need to hear that their healing is actually so much closer than they ever imagined. So there I am in the desert on this Navajo Indian reservation in this canyon. I had never been there before. Matter of fact, I had never even been on a reservation before. I had never felt desert sand under my feet, to touch it, to feel it, to smell it. I had never felt the air of a desert. I had never seen with my own eyes how huge the canyon walls were. And if you have never seen a desert sunrise or sunset, you have got to put that on your list. It is magical, and it is incredible. Well, I find myself in this canyon having a moment, like I told you in the beginning, that was as if two worlds had kind of collided. You see, 
my father grew up on a Navajo Indian reservation. My father is a Native American, and his family, he and his family and his siblings grew up on Navajo Indian reservations, and I have grown up my entire life hearing all of the stories, driving down the road in our cars and at the dinner table at night and in our living room, uh, conversations throughout the days and, and at family reunions when our family would get together, we would always talk about res stories. And I had no background by which to put the pictures in context with. I didn't grow up on a reservation. So my last name, it's actually, it was, it was actually falling leaves. And I was very defensive. Like, let me like take you back to kindergarten for just a second. My kindergarten class, they were not having this little girl come in here who was very blonde, curly-haired, very fair-skinned, big blue eyes, and was announcing to everybody that she was a quote-unquote Indian girl and that her last name was actually Falling Leaves. They weren't having it, not for a second. But thankfully, my father and my grandfather got that taken care of for me. That's a story for another time. Another one of those big life moment experiences. But I was very defensive of this background because it was a fairly constant conversation in in, in my home growing up. I knew where I came from. And though I wasn't from there myself, I was very proud of the fact that my family had come from there. And I very, very much identified with it then. And I still to this day, very much identify with it. But there I was this day in the canyon of the reservation. And I not only had this moment of these two worlds kind of crashing together, I also had as I turned and I walked and I looked at the canyon walls, something else very, very moving happened. You see, back home, thousands and thousands of miles away, I had been in graduate school and I had read all the textbooks on all the evidence-based therapeutic models for all kinds of psychological issues and healing of all sorts. And I had a little office where I was working with children who had been sexually and physically abused and traumatized. And I was using a model called TFCBT, which stands for Trauma-Focused Cognitive Behavior Therapy. I had read about it in textbooks And I was doing it in real life. And as I walked through this canyon, I began to see these pictures all along the walls. And I asked one of the Navajo natives there about it. And he had pretty good English. And and he explained to me that Navajo at that time was only an oral language. There was no written language. 
And the people were desperate for a way to tell their story. So they would draw them out in pictographs. And I'm sure you've seen those before. There were horses with with people on them. And there were births and deaths and illnesses and healings and things that they had conquered, wars and battles that they had been through, how they identified with the animals and how they identified with Mother Nature was all there in in, um, pictures. Their handprints were also there. And it was one of the most incredible things as I stood there and looked at hundreds of years old pictographs on a wall of canyons of a generation of people who desperately knew that they needed to tell their story. And the only way that they had to tell their story was by pictures because they had no written language. And I realized that it was the very same thing that I was doing in the lives of these children who were traumatized because TFCBT is about finding your healing through your story. And it was just the confirmation I needed to go, you know, inherently, we as human beings in our DNA, in the cell structures of who we are made to be, there is a desire and a need to be able in whatever way possible to get out of our body and into the world almost as if to release it and let it go, to let it be known that this is our story, this is my background, where I come from, this is what I have been through, this is what I have survived. And there is a healing that comes from telling your story. Now, one of the other things, there were handprints all throughout these pictures. And I haven't told you that inside the handprint were these swirling circles. I asked the native about it, and he just frankly said to me, oh, those are healing hands. And I was like, healing hands. And I turned and I looked and I realized that throughout all of these stories and all of the accounts of the lives that were represented there, there were healing hands throughout every single one of them. Their handprint Almost as if to say, I was here, this is my story, and this is my printing. My healing comes from here. So as I then went home and I began the work again of working with these children, and even still now, 
as I walk people through this process, I am reminded of those handprints etched out, sometimes with blood, because they knew deep inside what we need to recognize ourselves is that is how we find healing. So I want to say to you that if you come from a background that has been traumatic, that has had abuse in it, one thing we know is is that most likely the things that are triggering for you are things that if you're a parent are also affecting your children. It comes out in our most vulnerable relationships. The other thing that I want to say to you is that while I am talking about how I saw evidence of natives telling their story on these walls and TFCBT about working through our story and healing and all of that. I want you to know that I am not meaning that we stand on stage and tell the world our story. What I'm suggesting to you and what I know to be true from doing it with client after client after client is that healing comes through working through your story. And it's not announced to an audience. It's something that often just one-on-one we work through in bits and pieces. I also have some personal beliefs about where true healing comes from. But I can tell you that I also very much believe that we have been given these types of evidence-based therapeutic models that can be incredibly useful for our healing. So if some of this resonates with you and your background is one that you feel like probably needs some healing, I want to remind you that there is hope. There's hope and healing. And I also want to remind you that what natives knew hundreds of years ago and have left us evidence of is still true today. That by expressing and working through our story, that there really is healing that can be found right there. Okay, well, that is it for today. Thank you so very much 
for listening to the Uplift Effect podcast. If you would like to reach out to me, if you would like more information how to work with me directly, you can contact me through my links on Facebook and Instagram. My name is Jill Falling. That's how you'll find me. I also have a YouTube channel where you can find these podcasts. You can contact me there and I will be happy uh, to reach back out to you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful Monday. It is the best day of the week, you know. Make it the best day. And I will talk to you next Monday.